I need to start today's episode of The Upside with an apology. For? If you recall, I started our last episode of The Upside with an apology to Dylan Yes. In Bogart, because Dylan was celebrating birthday number nine. I was supposed to say happy birthday on Tuesday. I forgot. So I did it on Friday instead. So here's apology number two to Dylan in Bogart. Because during the entire apology on Friday's episode, I referred to her as a boy. Jeff, I, ju- I didn't, I just, I do. I, now, how do you know that? Were you corrected? Her mom sent us a message to say thank you and didn't even, she's so, mom is so classy and Dylan is obviously classy like mom because neither one of them called me out on it, but said, uh, Dylan was so, she was so happy to hear you wish. And I was like, she, cause Dylan is Dylan an automatic boy name or an automatic girl name for I you? think people think boy, but I'm someone that loves like unisex names. Right. Like I think they're so cute. So I never assume anything. I, I was very good friends with a boy Dylan. So I always default to Dylan being masculine, but I know multiple girl Dylan. So it was dumb and I should have asked and I didn't. So thank you guys for not calling me out on it. And Dylan, I am so sorry. And you know what? I went back and listened to it. And for like the first 30 seconds, I did such a great job of not referencing gender at all. And then I said, well, he'll be able to celebrate in six months. And then it was all I hear. It was like, he, him, him, he. So Dylan Happy birthday. I hope you have a great birthday. And she has gotten her non-birthday birthday stretch into a week because of me. So I'm sorry. Apologies. Happy birthday again. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for the sounds of chirping birds. And I don't even, could you hear the one? Yeah, that was which is be- funny because there's not even a tree like right outside of our window, so. I don't know if it got picked up by the mics, but there was a bird right outside chirping just a second ago, and I'm so happy. We've been going on a lot of walks, and I've just noticed all the different bird songs. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for tater tots. We'll get in. Don't laugh at me because we're going to talk about this later. But I know you're you're laughing because I'm happy about bird songs. And you think that's an old man thing to be happy about. But you're a gardener now. I do. And I knew you were going to make fun of me for the gardening thing. Oh, we'll get there. Not only are you a gardener, but you're like, but as <laughs> as I'm writing the notes for what we're going to talk about on the show today, Callie goes, hey, will you, will you leave a minute on there? I have a gardening question. Well, and I got made fun of because um, I pulled up my, it was starting to hurt my back to bend over to pick the weeds. Oh my gosh, I I pulled up a chair and I had a chair in the middle of the dirt, bent over, pulling weeds. It was a whole thing. Anyways. um, Okay. So was it last show? We talked about our doctor's appointment. 
our last show was on Friday the 3rd, and our, our doctor's appointment was... That day. After we had recorded the, the episode, but you gave such an awesome update on social media. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, now it sounds like I got the update from social media. I knew what it was ahead of time. <laughs> um, we have a heartbeat. Our baby has a really strong, healthy heartbeat, so... Do you want to hear it? Yeah, you can play it. I wish I was talented enough to like remix that into some beats or something. So that's our baby's heartbeat. Um, They did. So my fear had been what I had been having nightmares about is that they say, hey, we got the due date wrong. And then because last time that happened and then we had a miscarriage. So my assumption was if they change the due date, that means your baby isn't growing as they thought. So I was like, all I want is for them to not change the due date. Well, we got a heartbeat. Everything was great. And then she's like, okay, so the due date is blah, blah, blah. week later than it's they w- said it was. It's one week. It was originally supposed to be November 18th and they've moved it to November 25th. Yes. So I was really freaked out and I was actually kind of proud of myself because I rarely ever ask questions and then I go home and stew on it. And then I'm like, oh, you know what I should have asked? But I said to her, I was like, okay, cause I had the same ultrasound tech as I had our last pregnancy. And I said, Okay, so you said that last time. Then I had a miscarriage. Is my baby not growing correctly? Like, do I need to be worried? And she was like, Callie, you need to calm down. And she was like, the heartbeat is so strong and amazing. It sounds much better than last time. And you want to you hear it again? <laughs> okay. So um, it sounds really great. I, I'm not worried. And you came out of the appointment because I am in a in an attempt to be a good social distancer. Uh, I am not going into the is it is it a, is that all women's stuff the women's medical group or whatever. I'm no. not I'm not going into that building at all. Um, so I could tell that you were a little nervous about telling me about the day because I was concerned about it too. Well, I didn't tell him over text. So I sent him a video of the heartbeat and like whatever. Yeah. This is what it sounded like in the video. (laughs) (laughs) And when I got in the car, Jeff started to cry, um, which was really sweet. And then when I got in the car, then I was telling him about the due date thing because I wanted to, I didn't want to text him and then have you be like, you know, Oh my God, downward spiral, whatever. When I'm like, no, I handled it. I asked her. Well, the hold please while a dog walks by our house 100 yards away. (laughs) On the other side (laughs) of the the street. On the other side of the street. The the only thing that you can always tell me news over text, what, what you can never do. This should be a law. And you should be you should be sentenced to prison for this. You can't tell somebody groundbreaking news and then vanish. So you made the right call because you knew it was only going to be 10 minutes. Well, and I knew that you were going to have questions like, OK, but they said that last time. And like, right. So, I, it was just a lot to text. And so unless you can answer those questions immediately, never text important news, because then what will happen is I'm in the car and in my mind, you're would be upstairs having a meltdown, but you could have just stepped into the bathroom and you know yeah. and left your phone. By the way, there. you're the worst at that. 
Jeff will frequently text me news or something like gossipy. Jeff is kind of a gossip, which is funny, like not to anyone but me, but I think it's really cute. And he's like, hey, guess what I learned? Because he just takes so much pride and like, hey, someone told me something or guess what I figured out or whatever. And he is the king of going, oh, my gosh, I heard the craziest thing. And then like getting in the shower, I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Why do you do that? And I'm like at work, like staring at my phone. Anyways, you're the worst at that. Anyways, I think the reason that, that I never respond is because I'm so used to sending people messages going, oh my gosh, did you hear so-and-so broke up? And then the response for is, yeah, I knew that a week ago. And I'm like, oh, hmm. so I just don't, I don't, while I'm excited about it, I don't assume that it's good. So I'll try to be better. I'm breaking my own law. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we had a really good doctor's appointment. Um, baby is healthy so far. I guess I shouldn't say so far. No. Um, the baby is healthy right now. The baby is healthy is right kicking, now. Is kicking your butt because you still have a, a little upset tum about 24-7. I do. And yeah, our next appointment is in two weeks. Um, yeah. I'm a terrible by the way, partner, because last night I did not think about this until I was actually setting them on the table. But for dinner, we had chicken wings, which to me, if you have an upset stomach are the worst things on the planet. But you oh, really don't you think? No. Why? Because they're greasy and saucy and no, it was but, good. Okay. It was good. Give me all the grease and the carbs. Um, the reason I teared up after seeing the video and stuff was not because of hearing the heartbeat. I mean, that was sweet. If you want to hear it again. Oh my God. <laughs> was not as much that as it was that you looked and were acting a million pounds lighter than yeah. you were just a half hour before, 45 minutes before. I was. I'm actually surprised at how much better I felt. Can, um, can you say it? Can you say the the affirmation? I, it's easier now. Yeah, I know it is because I've been asking you to say it every day. <laughs> and it just comes right out. Say it. My baby is healthy. And who else is healthy? Me. Perfect. Uh, you just seemed a million pounds lighter. And that is why I teared up because uh, there's nothing I could do to fix it beforehand, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that was Friday. Um, Friday night and Saturday, we finished watching Ozark, which I got to say, I really loved the season finale. The, the season, the last 30 minutes, the last 20 minutes of the last episode of the season was outstanding. What I feel like is that season one Every episode was a cliffhanger was as dramatic as the last 30 minutes of the last episode of season three. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm -hmm. I felt like season three was good, but there was a, it was really drawn out to get to the dramatic parts. Yeah. And, but they got me back. So I'll be watching season four whenever that comes out. And I think they said that they got a season four, right? I'm sure they got a season four. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, I learned this yesterday. The Bell, the Missouri Bell, the, yeah. ca the casino is actually sitting on a dock at Stone Mountain, at the lake at Stone Mountain. And the casino is built on that dock. Like it's still there. Oh, that's Cause, funny. Because obviously it's a set and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. 
Uh, the question I have though is so many productions have had to shut down because the whole world has shut down because of the coronavirus thing. I wonder if that's going to delay the season even longer. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. When does the crown come back? Did they already finish filming that? I don't know. I hope so. Cause that's our other thing that we watch. Um, I love the crown. I just want to skip to the crown season 25 when Harry pieces out and then <laughs> Chuck gets the COVID. Oh yeah. And this is so random too. Uh, did you know that the queen left Buckingham palace mm -hmm. because of coronavirus to just to be farther away from, you know, a everyone highly densely populated area. And she went to that Sandringham, did I okay. say that right? which is where Philip has been living since he retired two years ago. So the queen and Philip haven't been living together for two years. Yeah. I don't think that's a surprise. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, is that a Royal thing? I don't know. I mean, in the series in the crown, and if you haven't heard of the crown, by the way, the crown is a drama about the um, British Royal family. And it's very well um, scripted. It's very well acted. I mean, the whole thing is just phenomenal. It is. And it's, if you love history, you will love it. Because it's all it's all inspired by real events and like the and the yes. and they've gone back and they've read letters and they've done all that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's considered fiction, right? Right. But it's really if you like history, you'll, you'll really like it. Jeff is super into history and um you know, it takes you through a ton of different time periods. Anyways, we're getting off track. I feel like we're missing the point and that is we started to watch The Tiger King. I feel like I forced you into it. And now that we're two episodes in, are we going to continue? Yeah, I feel like we have to. Okay. So the Tiger King is on Netflix. Everyone is talking about it. It has become a viral internet sensation because it is so unbelievably outrageous. It's a documentary. It is so outrageous that you're, it's one of those things where you're watching it and you're like, these people do not exist. Like you could not script characters like that. The guy, the lead dude is a guy named Joe Exotic, who is in Oklahoma, right? And he's he's got an exotic cat farm, ranch, zoo thing. And the there's a cast of characters that work with him. And then there's other zoo owners around the country that they introduce you to. But the enemy is Carol Baskin, who is down in Florida and she has a park of her own, but she claims that hers is it's like a rescue is a rescue and everybody else's is mean. But these people are charging. And here's what's amazing to me. First of all, I think they're all idiots. Yeah. All three of them are four. However many big cat rescue they're all keep. I just don't, I'm not into it's, it. I think they're all idiots. I don't support what they do at all. They all got issues. It's, it is an interesting type of person who owns exotic cats. And I think they established that in the beginning. Yeah. Like it's definitely, yeah, it's a personality type. I feel bad for the animals, all of them. I would, I will say I would have a beer and one of them has like, you know, treats women like 
you he, know. He's got like one wife and three girlfriends or something like that. It's, it's weird. It's like very cultish. I'm not into that. I'm not cool with that. Um, I will say if I, I would have a beer with Joe Exotic. Just for the Just stories. Just for the entertainment value because I feel like he's so fascinating. Um that it's just anyways. So it's all these people. But he's in jail right now. He's in jail right now. We still don't know why. No, because we're only on episode two. We just found out that Carol Baskin is this. Can I say this? No, I feel like you can't give out any spoilers. Mm. Um, so don't do that. But they're all crazy. But here's the part that just blows my mind. Right. These people charge six hundred and fifty dollars per person to come to their zoo experiences and see these big cats. $650. Well, Who has $650 to go? I mean, I just can't even, I cannot even fathom that. It starts at, you can, you can just get in for like 300 and something bucks. And then the, the rate goes up depending on how many, one, how many tickets are available. And two, what kind of interaction you have, because one of the big points of contention is, when you go to these privately owned zoos, you can actually snuggle up to a baby, a cub, like yeah. a, li- a lion or a tiger cub. And so people pay top dollar for that. And there's a hundred people at every shot that they show. There's a hundred, 120 people. You know what like, I was thinking partially through this? Cause we're having to change a lot of things with our business right now, as a lot of people are. And I was just thinking <laughs> that like, we, that we have a big yard. We should get a couple leopards. No, I would never do that. But oh. I was thinking like that guy has turned his, whatever he's passionate about and has convinced people that it is worth $650 a person. Like sure. that is impressive. N- no. Who wants to come to our house and see Lily for $600? That is all he's doing is baby animals. There's going to be a demand for baby animals anywhere, right? We do it. We go to the Humane Society. Like if we're if we're up in Alpharetta, if we're in Midtown, mm-hmm. and we're we have some time to kill, we're like, hey, you want to go to the Humane Society and just pet some of the puppies? Like we do it. So if there was a place with baby tigers, not knowing what we're learning now, I don't know. No. You wouldn't? No, I would assume that those tigers are not in a place where they're healthy and I would never do it. Mm. Nope. I'm not. I'm seriously, I feel so strongly about that. I just, it makes me ill. Anyways, if you have a lot of money and you would like to pay $500, we will let you snuggle Lily. Um, Sadie's not much of a snuggler, but you can have them both for like five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> you can come over to the yard. We'll do some tricks with them. Uh, Lily will socially sh- distant tricks. Lily is so good at almost catching squirrels. Yeah. Like she can get within and you can like snuggle up to them and we'll take a picture and Jeff will get a professional camera and take a picture. Sure. And we won't even charge you for the picture. And like that, like that spot in Myrtle beach, uh, Callie will be dressed as a belly dancer, a cheetah, a cheetah, a belly dancer, but wearing cat print. Right. Anyways. Okay. So that took a lot of time. But if you haven't watched Tiger King on Netflix, um, go watch it and you will understand why we are like WTF. So I come around the corner today and Callie was out. The, the way our our uh, house is, is we have a yard in the back for the dogs. But in the front yard, there's a little fenced in brick patio. And around the edge, it has like a raised garden bed. And 
Callie has decided that she wants to change up that flower bed, put some fresh flowers in there, some fresh plants, organize it a little bit because the stuff that was there was a little haphazard. So she started working on it today. I came around the corner and she had put a lawn chair in the garden bed <laughs> and was bent over with like a shovel digging weeds <laughs> like Mima would be. I really, I mean, and I had that thought when I was doing it, but I'm like, you know what? I don't even care because it, it takes the pressure off my back and it feels really good. So whatevs. Um, but this house, like an older lady used to live in this house. Now, what I think happened is she would see a plant at Lowe's or whatever and be like, oh, that's pretty. I want that. And then put it in the ground. Like the plastic tags are still on yeah. the plants. Like, yeah. and there's just no rhyme or reason. And they all grow kind of crazy and get tangled up. And I was like, you know what? This is a micro anxiety for me. And every time I see it, I'm like, we have such a pretty yard. It just looks like someone threw up plants on that side of the house. So but in the front yard, it's actually really fine. It's really it's beautiful. It's really pretty because when everything blooms, they all bloom in together and it's just this big like watercolor of colors. But in this little closed in patio, I don't think we did a good job taking care of it last year. Cause we don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. And that's what like I What's need. a weed? What's a flower? So I cleared most of it out. There were a couple of things like really deep roots that I need help, like Jeff's help with, but I got, I got a good, 60% of it done today. And that's it. Gardening is one of those things. It's like painting. When you start to paint something, you're like, I'm going to paint that. And then you don't think it's going to take that long. And then by the Ugh. end of it, you're like, I'm never painting anything ever again. It's the same with gardening. Now I haven't gotten that point, but I spent three hours on it and I barely like, I only got like 60% of it done. Um, so anyways, my question is, I know I'm feeling like, cause we have the dogs, like I don't want to plant shrubs back there. Cause the dogs need to be able to like get through them to go to the bathroom in, in and stuff like that. That's where they go potty when it's pouring rain out. Right. Cause if they go out the back door, they got to run like a long, not a long way, but they have to run in through the, the rain to get to the, a mud spot or a grass spot in the front. We just let them go in that raised bed. So like, do I get monkey grass? Where do I even get monkey grass? Do I, what's monkey you, grass? It's the stuff that's out there right now. That's kind of bigger that you said you liked. Oh, what if you put that because there's all the, around the edge, right? And start with those six of them that are already there and just go. So I was thinking that, but then I'm like, how do you know? Because they're very specific plant people know what time of year you can plant certain things and when you can't and why and how they all work. Like, how do I know what I can plant out there? I like I was Googling it today and there's so much information out there that I couldn't even whittle it down. And most of it's about vegetables. I do not want to grow around vegetables because our dogs will pee on them. But I just don't know where to start. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm of no help. Well, if you know, if you have a green thumb and you know this kind of stuff, what can I plant in Georgia in April that is going to give me just a nice little border that I don't have to keep up with. Cause let's face it, I'm not going to keep up with it. So it needs to be self-sufficient. It needs to be I something bet, that can grow in Georgia. I bet if you call are like places like Pike nursery still open. I don't know. Cause the people who work at Pike nursery know or, everything or any nursery are kind of like Joe exotic, but with plants, the way he is about tigers they are about plants. So yeah. they would know everything. So you could make a list there. 
like take pictures and be like, here's kind of what I'm thinking. What can I do right now? Yeah. Or the other option is uh, you could recruit your mom to come over and then you would just have to work on opposite sides of the patio. Yeah. You could just shout because she knows about gardening, right? She seasonally plants stuff, which is like always super impressive to me. My parents did that. We had a garden. I don't know if my dad still does it, but in the in front of our house, I always remember we would put marigolds in and they would get so big. It was this one bed right in front of the house. And then what did you say? Pansies. Pansies? What's a petunia? I don't know. One of those, they would also plant those. And then in the backyard, my dad would always have a vegetable garden. He would grow tomatoes that would get like tomato plants. Would be so, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm with you. Anyways, if you can help me, send me messages, please. Cause I need some direction. And, oh, we also walked a ton this weekend in our neighborhood. That was kind of fun. We fought the pollen, which I'm about to sneeze cause still pollen. Um, but we went for a four mile walk on Sunday. And then Saturday we did like a two mile, two mile walk, walk, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're crushing it. That's why my gratitude came from like, cause it was so quiet out yesterday morning hearing all the birds chirping and everything. Uh, a reminder that our friends at racetrack are saying thank you to all the essential employees who are keeping the world turning in this crazy time. So we're talking about first responders and hospital employees, utility workers, uh, garbage uh, pickup people and, and postal workers and FedEx guy. Anybody who is contributing to keeping the world turning, Racetrack wants to say thank you. Just stop into their store uh, anytime uh, before April 7th, including April 7th, and say, hey, be in uniform or have like a work badge or something, and they're going to buy you a small coffee or a soft drink. Now, I would like to point out, because we actually did go to Racetrack and Jeff got a small soda, the smalls are like not small. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's not they're like, like, yeah. like normal people's mediums, you know, yeah. like when you go to the um, movie theater and you're like, oh, yeah, I want a small. Yet a small is like way big. Yeah. So. So, it's not tiny. So they're, um, they're hooking you up through April 7th. So, and, and, and if, so if that, if you're that person, stop in a racetrack, cl claim your free thing. And if you're not that person, but you know, somebody who is just tell oh. them about it. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, we got to take care of the people who are taking care of us. So thank you racetrack for letting us be one of the people to promote that for you. We appreciate you thinking of us. We want to say thank you to all of our amazing sponsors that are sponsoring the shows this week. They make the show possible and we could not do this without them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are dealing with challenging times. That's probably the understatement of the month. And these challenging times could be causing you to feel a lot of depression, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Maybe you're not having a great time sleeping. Maybe feelings of anger, even grief are appearing. 
If you have never used therapy to process your feelings, now would be a great time to start. And BetterHelp is a huge help in that area. They give a quick online quiz to you and then pair you with one of thousands of online therapists or counselors that you can then have an appointment with right in the comfort of your own home using chat, text, FaceTime type uh, setups so you don't have to go anywhere. And right now they are offering a deal for upside listeners. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside and use the promo code upside. You'll get 10% off your first month. This is convenient. This is professional. This is affordable. And this is something that you might need right now. Betterhelp.com slash upside. The discount code upside gets you 10% off your first month right now. If you are like me, you probably have a couple of bras that you've owned for way too long. Admit it, you do, don't you? Okay, well now, Third Love has the best bras ever, and they have them just for you with a discount code because you're an upsider. Here's the thing that I love about Third Love. You can live in the bras for 60 days. Order them, live in them, wear them. You can even wash them. And if you don't love them, within 60 days, you can return them no questions asked and they'll donate that bra to a woman in need. How cool is that? So far, Third Love has donated over $15 million in bras. They also have a fit finder quiz. So you can, um, when you go to thirdlove.com slash upside, they're going to ask you all these like kind of random questions and they will pick out the perfect fit bra for you. They totally nailed it with me. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside to get 15% off of your first purchase. Nowadays, staying in touch with people we love is more important than ever. And Skylight Frames can help you do that. Are you looking for a perfect gift for mom for Mother's Day or another loved one? Or maybe just somebody that you have not been able to visit because of the circumstances? Well, you can get a Skylight Frame delivered to them. It takes 60 seconds to set up. You just plug it in and use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network. And boom, there you go. And then you even email pictures, your whole family emails pictures, and they appear right on that frame. It's so easy. It's so simple. And it's a way to stay connected with people you love from across the street or across the country. Right now, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and use the promo code upside. $10 off at Skylight Frame, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T, F-R-A-M-E dot com slash upside. We brought it back. Free stuff Friday. $100 for somebody just for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. But you had to be listening on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> ran out of stuff right there. <laughs> Our free stuff Friday winner wins $100 in whatever form you would like it in, whatever's good for you. You just let us know. And that winner is Kimberly Keen. Kimberly already texted us back and asked us if we would just take the 100 bucks and put it toward the Hospital Heroes Fund that we've That's been really raising sweet. money for. Yeah. So we're going to take your $100, Kimberly, and we'll add it to that. I think... We ended up, well, we're still 
there's money still coming in, uh, but I think we're at over sixteen thousand dollars. If That's not, crazy. if not, we're really close to it. Um, if you did, weren't listening last week, real quickly, we decided to support local restaurants by buying food from them and asking them to deliver it to third shift hospital and medical center workers. We've already delivered over 200 meals. Uh, I can't remember that like to five or six or seven locations and T-Bird says we've got like 10 more hospitals coming up in the next seven days. Uh, I know our friends at Henri's bakery are doing like 50 meals for us tonight, right? Uh, they moved it to Wednesday because there are more people working on Wednesday. Awesome. So Henri's is doing a bunch of box lunches and everything. So Kimberly, thank you. If, if anybody would like to donate, uh, just text the word hero. Is that what it was? Yeah. Hero or heroes? Hero. Just text the word hero to 800-434-5454 and you'll get a text back that'll have the details on how you can win. All right. I've decided with all this social distancing stuff that my life is now a video game. Now, I know why you're saying this. Jeff takes... Well, and I'm glad that he does, but Jeff takes the going out of the house thing very seriously, grocery shopping, all of that very seriously. And it really, he gives himself props for everything he does right. Like in his head, he's like, all right, I have a mission. I'm going to the grocery store. The goal to not get coronavirus well, and not bring it into my home. Correct. And, and not only that, but to when I'm at the grocery store, do everything possible to minimize exposure. And yeah, to, to other people and to yeah, my, yeah, yeah. yeah, to yourself. So I'll, uh, I'll, here's like what I'll do. And this is where I will give myself, cause in my head, remember old school video games where there would be like a health meter mm-hmm. in the corner. And every time you got punched or shot or stabbed, it would go down a little bit. Okay. Well, but, I didn't play those video games, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. But then it would go down, but then as time went on, it would build back up. Yeah. So all you were trying to do is prevent yourself from getting punched or kicked or stabbed or shot 10 times in a row. Cause that would deplete you com- totally. Right. So in my head, there's one of those meters. So when I go in into a public place, I do gloves. Like Whole Foods. Jeff did Whole Foods this weekend. So I put gloves on. I go into the store. You had your mask on. I have my mask on. Not a surgical mask, but like a face covering. The Yeah, the it was it's a cloth mask. And so I put the mask on, the gloves, and I go in. I only touch what I need to touch. So like the handle of the cart and the, uh, actually, I, I got to even back up. Before I go into the store, I remove the credit card that I'm going to use to pay and I put it in one pocket Mm -hmm. and that way I don't have to touch my wallet or anything like that. Um, I usually leave my phone in the car. Then I go in wearing gloves, uh, paper list. I put it in the front of the cart so I can look at it. So it just sits there and I go through shop, 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 touch as few things as possible. Then I get up to the checkout. I check load all my stuff on the cart and then I remove one glove with the other glove and I throw it out. I find a garbage can nearby and I throw it out. And then using my free hand, I reach into my pocket, get my credit card out, pay, right? Then put it back in my pocket. And then I leave my free hand in my pocket. 
because so you don't make a mistake. So you don't make a mistake. And then it's a lot, it's very difficult to push a full cart or a heavy cart with only one hand. It's mm-hmm. tough on the wrist, but you can do it. <laughs> it's tough on the wrist. And then I get to the car and I unload with one hand and then I remove the other glove, throw that out. Then I still sanitize when I get in the car, right? That's a perfect, that'd be a perfect score for me. Okay. Uh, and then I feel when I do something dumb, I feel like I deduct myself. Like I immediately, like, it's like I die, like all of my energy is gone. Okay. I did it one time at Kroger at the self-checkout where I touched the keypad without even thinking. Like it just says, enter your pin or press the button for credit. Yeah. Without even thinking. I just hit the button. Yeah. Dumb. Well, Jeff is living in a video game of his own. Of his own world. He also is very judgy about people that don't take it seriously and or put other people in a bag. I saw a woman move another woman's car with her bare hand touching the rail, touching the thing. The handle. You can't touch other people's carts right now. Yeah. Jeff gets very upset. I, my mouth was agape, but you couldn't tell because I was wearing a mask <laughs> and I, and I have, I, I'm not sure what I should do with this. I'm trying to be civil about it, but I had a friend or have a friend who posted on Facebook that he was at a park with a bunch of other friends and they were like drinking and playing cards, but he's like social distance recreation or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 like, no, don't. Just don't. Don't. Like, let's just kill this virus in its tracks. Let's all just. Let's commit to doing it so then we don't have to extend this even longer. Yes. Let's just commit to like hardcore for the next four weeks and then be done with it. And hopefully they'll have a vaccine or whatever. But I don't know. Anyways, don't don't be negligent around Jeff. He will call you out. Yeah. I don't have this problem because I don't go in public. I haven't been in public and it's been three weeks. Well, I don't let you go because you got the baby. Yeah, I know. But it's been, has it been three weeks for me? I think so. Yeah. I go to work and then I come home and that's it. Jeff does. Jeff is like the designated person that goes out. Um, I have, I mean, I've left the house to walk. You know, we have sidewalks in our neighborhood, but so we've been taking lots of walks. You're but not yeah. going to the grocery store. You're not, not going, going to the public. pharmacy. You're nope. not going to the gas station. None of that stuff. Nope, I'm so. not. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Longtime listeners of The Upside know about the issue that our neighbors have with our dogs. So I think for you, we need to bring up this one little issue that's happening right now in the neighborhood that has nothing to do with Lily or Sadie. So, and I'll tell you how this started. If we hear our dogs barking, we call them to come inside because we don't want to be those people. Correct. So. I go to the door, I hear Sadie barking. I go to the back door, I shake the treats. I'm like, Sadie, 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 come on, Sadie, let's go inside. Cause you know, Sadie's a beagle. She does not come inside unless there's some sort of food waiting for her. Right. Turn around, Sadie is standing behind me. And I'm like, huh. Cause I literally just heard her barking. Outside. Outside. And I said to Jeff, I'm like, did you hear Sadie barking? And he's like, yeah. Are you gonna bring her in? I'm like, she wasn't. 
And he was like, huh, that's weird. We have a Sadie has a bark twin and somebody got in the neighborhood, got a new dog. It sounds exactly like Sadie and it barks all the time. And it's very close to us. Like it's within within a block. Like it's yeah. it's close enough that I could see our neighbors thinking it's Sadie becoming confused. So, and this is new as of this week. We've never heard this dog bark before because there's some other dogs in the neighborhood that bark, but they don't sound so close to our dog. Uh-huh. But I know it wasn't Sadie. It sounds exactly like her. So I don't know. Uh, so that's what we're dealing with now. It's not an issue yet, but just wanted to to give you all that detail in case it does uh, become one. I don't want to get. I don't want Sadie to get blamed for something she's not doing. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Taylor, OG Jeff Dollar Radio fan. Also, and I have to say, when Callie started talking about the old game with the sounds, I hadn't thought about that in years. I remember when I was in high school and we had swim practice in the winter in the indoor pool, the radio would always be playing and that bit would always kind of come on at the same time every day during swim practice. So it was this thing that we would always talk about and wonder about and you know you'd be so upset if you missed it when somebody won it i think you should totally bring that back hope you can figure out a way to work it out with the podcast love you guys bye if you have been thinking about buying some cbd and trying it for yourself maybe to get more sleep maybe to reduce anxiety there is no better time than the present Here's the thing about CBD, okay? It's not all created equal. And the reason that we love Hemp Fusion so much is because they combine the CBD with other natural ingredients so your body really is absorbing it um, in the most impactful way. So it's really, really going to work for you. Um, Jeff and I love it. One of our favorite products is actually on their website with the pill form. And Jeff has been taking it before bed to kind of chill out a little bit. He absolutely loves it. Right now, you can use promo code UPSIDE, and that's going to get you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at hempfusion.com. That is promo code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. Um, so for the what's that sound, it is not a stapler and it is not a cell phone charger being plugged into a cell phone. That's that was, I feel like that was the first round and everyone thought it was a stapler and then it wasn't a stapler. And it was a cell phone charger being plugged into a cell phone. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, guys. I just had to pause Friday's podcast. Callie got me just all squeaky. But I just want to send out there from the whole Upside family and say it for you. That baby is healthy. You are healthy. And we are sending many, many prayers and the most good vibes forever. You guys, keep it up. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God, Callie and Jeff. I miss you guys. I listened. I I was listening to you every single day, every single morning going into work. And then the coronavirus hit. What in the world? I cannot imagine. I couldn't. Something's been wrong with me. I just haven't been the same. Of course, I can still listen to you guys. And I'm going to listen to you guys. I'm going to do it every single morning. Downstairs in the basement. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Rebecca. And I just had to tell you, I just finished listening. Well, I didn't listen to the whole show yet because I got 
to work, but I was listening to the show with the John Mayer song, and you're right, it's definitely a catchy song that's stuck in my head now, but I had to share with you that when you first played it, I thought he said, don't, not on my yacht, which I thought was very gross, but I thought maybe it was just like a catchy artsy way of saying don't sneeze in here because I don't want to get sick on my yacht. It's all I've got. So he's just letting his guests know don't snot on my yacht, although he probably shouldn't have guests if it's if he's isolating. But anyway, you know how they have those misheard lyrics. So that is what is in my head, don't snot on my yacht. And it's probably good advice for anyone anyway. So thank you for doing such an awesome show and um Looking forward to finishing the rest of the show later. Thanks. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. It's Jenny. I am very behind on episodes. Um, this whole COVID outbreak, I'm working 100% remote, and I usually listen to you guys on my commute to and from work. So I'm catching up as best as I can. But just listen to the episode. Jeff, you're talking about Girl Scout cookies and how they're just okay. And I agree with you. I once was a Girl Scout and sold those very cookies. My favorite flavor is the trefoils, um, but the tagalongs, I love peanut butter and I love chocolate, but they're just okay. And every year I get them and I find myself a little disappointed. So I didn't buy them this year. The other thing that kind of bothers me is why are they being sold in January? That's when everybody is losing weight and, you know, making New Year's resolutions and vowing not to eat sweets, and then all of a sudden you get hit up by a Girl Scout trying to sell cookies. Anyway, I just want to let you know I agree with you. Love you guys. Bye. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not-so-good days. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible.